Hey guys, this is Fino. And this is Carmen. And you're listening to Man, Man in the, the Milf. Lego. Ooh. Hello, Wait, hello. I'm so excited. Another session. Mm-hmm. How do you feel? How was your weekend? Uh, it was good. It was good. It was good? Yeah. I was kind of like, uh, too. Yeah. Didn't really didn't do much. Really. I, yeah, I didn't do anything. Um, it was crazy. Betsy asked me to be her maid of honor for her wedding. Oh, how do you feel? How do you feel? Good. I knew it was coming, but the way she was playing it off, she made it seem like, yeah, I don't know if you're going to be your maid of honor. And I'm like, well, you better tell your maid of honor that this is how we going to do things. Does she have her venue uh, picked out already? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Deposit down, everything good to go. Damn. Mm-hmm. I was. It was weird because like after everything happened, after she came back from New Orleans, I've been checking out her Snapchat when she goes to walk her dog. And, like, for a good week, her dog was getting this big-ass stick and just, like, carrying it in his mouth mm-hmm. left and right. He got crazy eyes. I was, like... Griffey be getting some crazy eyes. I'm like, jeez. And then at a moment, because it was going on for so long, I was like, Betsy, are you going to turn this into a series? Because mm-hmm. I want to keep seeing what your dog does with this big-ass stick. But eventually, it's, the series stopped. Sorry, it was canceled. <laughs> it was canceled. No, she decided no renewals. Yes. So um, that was that was pretty. It was emotional. Well, not technically for me. I didn't really cry, but her cousins cried, and like they didn't see it coming. They're just a really. <laughs> they're an emotional clan. Okay. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, uh, Saturday I didn't do anything. Sunday it was just a very just. I know you. I had texted you going like, "Wait, aren't you going to that one thing?" And you said like, "No, I'm not really into people right now." I was not. I was not feeling people at all. I was just like, and you know when you get in those moods that like, you just don't really want to fuck with people. You right. just want to like leave me and Ben and Jerry alone. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that's that's pretty much. I went from the couch to the bed to the bed to the couch. And then ordered food in. Okay. Were all you, weekend. you didn't have the girls this weekend? No, this past weekend I didn't have the girls. Oh, okay. They were with their dad. So, mm. but yeah, it was just very, it was very lackluster. Nothing too crazy. Just so you, time for some meditation. Time for some me time. <laughs> it was Gucci. Well, I mean, Joe was here, so. Oh well, then you got, then you got some stress relieved. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, we're on and on. I can't wait to actually reach out to our music person so that whenever we do go through like our Oh, yeah. How's that going? Oh, by the way, if you're listening to this and you are an expert, send us some samples if you want. We'll pay. Right. Because I don't want want things for free. We'll pay. When it's time for like Cheeseman moment, I want to be like, or like some sort of like jingle. Like, Mm -hmm. here's Cheeseman moment. Bing. Just that's El a little sample. Right. Give us a little shout. Like I don't know. I don't want to do the whole like audience clap. Like let's give us something different. We don't want to do whole Wendy Williams. We don't want to be canceled. We want to keep going. Speaking of canceled, uh, what did we talk about before we started? Da, was it the baby? The baby. Okay. Did you know? Well, before we get onto why he's canceled, um, Kanye West came out with a song with him, but that's actually been taken off streaming, so no one can listen to it. Oh, shit. I'm sure maybe, maybe, you know, I'm going to have to go on YouTube and try to find what was going on, what that song was all about. But taking off stream platforms, no money. Kanye, I don't know what you're going to do with your little homie, but we got to we got. So who took out. it off the streaming waves or the airwaves or whatever? Executives, you know. Dang, that's crazy. So <clears throat> well, why is he canceled? He decided to take his moment at a festival and I don't want to say bash Little Nas for how he partakes his life, his lifestyle, but he 
went at him at a way where not just the alphabet mafia decided to go, you know what, since you're going to be this way with us, I don't know how to respect you as a person. Like, you cannot do that. And it just went crazy because, like, after that, it's like he was booking places to perform. But then after a while, they said, nah, we ain't about to do all that. We ain't about to, we ain't about <laughs> to fuck with breaking the shit merchandise. <laughs> so he's... He's been um, taking off a lot of lineups. Yeah, so it looks like he got dropped from Lollapalooza in Chicago mm-hmm. um, due to a recent homophobic remarks that he made at a concert in Miami. So, hey, if you can't respect us... Why? Oh, shit. Apparently, he told a capacity crowd, if you didn't show up today with HIV, AIDS, any of them deadly sexually transmitted diseases that make you die in two or three weeks, then put your cell phone light in the air. And fellas, if you ain't sucking a nigga, okay, can we edit that? <laughs> I said the uh, nigga's dick in the parking lot. And you said it again. I know. <laughs> Are we gonna edit this? No. Hey, it's unfil- we apologize. We don't. I'm dark use- enough, right? We don't <laughs> use that word very often. It's what she was reading off of the article. Right. Uh, in the parking lot, put your cell phone light in the air. Is enough to get you canceled from Lollapalooza as well as upcoming festival, Governor's Ball, Park Life, Day in Vegas, Austin City Limits, and iHeartRadio Music. Who knew? Not the baby. Yeah, it's been pretty crazy. That's since very. Then. Um... And since that like came into light, I um I T T I actually came out to defend the baby. He goes like, why is it that performers like Little Nas can come out and say their truths, but Rappers like the baby cannot. So you as a you as a gay man, how did you feel about his comments? Did you find <clears throat> them homophobic? I didn't. Only because I mean, because I don't let things get to me like that. Honestly, okay. I mean, I understand that through past experience with my like with being Hispanic and me being okay with like example like when people dress up for Halloweens, some of them like to dress up as, like, with having a sombrero on, having the whole pancho on, um, possibly going out and getting donkey. People like that come at me going, like, what do you feel about it? I'm just like... Yeah, but, I mean, but that's different, though, because that's cultural appropriation. We're right. talking about him saying, hey, if you're not going to the car and sucking this dude's dick, put your cell phone in the air. Like, But what I'm saying is, like, it doesn't necessarily bother me in that way. I know that some people may come at me and go, like, well... Why doesn't like why doesn't it bother you? It should bother you. Like if you're so much, if you're a gay man, mm-hmm. these type of remarks should come at you some type of different way. But I'm like, he doesn't pay my bills. Right. He doesn't employ me. Like, right. He like he doesn't nothing. He does nothing to benefit me. I don't listen to his music. Like people out there, like when his his, his song that went big that came out, the only reason I heard it was because it was off of TikTok. Like I didn't. It didn't. What song? I can't even tell you right now. We gotta look it up. It was just. It was just super crazy. It was, like, so hot. Everybody was at it. It was in all the clubs, on the radios. It was um, commercialized, mainstream. But, I mean, the only reason, like, again, I heard it was because of TikTok. I didn't go and look for it, like, oh, that's the baby. Like, let me listen to the baby. Like, nah. Mm-hmm. I did, it didn't. So, for him to say that, I'm just like, bro, you need to know that just like how it was in the past with supermodels like you have to be a certain size in order to walk the runway you have to be able to say certain things i mean it got a good vibe i still can dance to it but is this him mm-hmm. 
I'm looking right now because I honestly don't know who this man is besides. And we don't need to know him. We don't need him home. He's, I mean, he's been everywhere. He's been, he was on um, Camila Cabello's song. Okay. AAA. But it was like for a good two seconds. It was I'm on the first. Now I don't know who any of these fucking people are, man. <laughs> like I just stick to my old songs, my for real. old grooves. <laughs> for real. But so yeah. any other news in the gossip world? Um, Kylie's twenty four. Mm. Um, happy birthday, Kylie! I know it's it's your it's your twenty it's your it, they call it what LeBron year. Why is it a LeBron year? Because number twenty four. Okay, you right. don't sound very sure about that. Well, because I don't know if LeBron is number 24 or number 23. I'm not a basketball person, but a lot of people. Oh, because they call it Kobe year, right? Kobe, but Kobe's 23. Really? It was in our time, it was in our time zone. We grew up with Kobe. Anyway, in, in our time zone? Yes. In our time years, like as we go back to Flash throughout our birthday years. You know how they have like your, when your golden year? Okay. You know what a golden year is? Yeah. Yeah? When's your golden year? Mine was November 8th, 2008. Okay. Because you're eight years old, right? You turned eight? Yeah. Okay. Because mine was May 24th when I turned 24. But I really celebrated as big as I should have. I'm going to have to go back. I'm going to go back. I'm going to be 24 again. Okay. I'm going to have fun. Um, But Kylie's 24, so happy birthday, Kylie. Um... I had another one. Oh, Travis Kels. Travis, uh, Kansas City. Which everybody was saying no, that we've no, been no, mispronouncing no. his name for years. And we it's have. actually Travis Kels. Yes. And we've been saying Travis Kelsey. Yes, because of the E at the end. But Kansas City, I want you to come for me for this one. And I want you to go for him too. Bro, why did you shave your beard? Maybe he was hot. The beard was the iconic. The reason why I wanted to fall. The reason I wanted your jersey. I need you to grow it back. By what the is time, he? How does he look like now? He lo- only has a mustache. Oh, like a porn stash? Yes. I just, I couldn't do it. Like, and then I'm like, what in the oh. hell? Exactly. Oh. He's not like. He's not like, ooh, like mouth drooling. He just looks like like, an average white boy. I can't, I can't fuck with him. I'm like, bro, go back to Philadelphia. Go with your brother. He looks like a porn star. I can't. I cannot deal with him. I need you to bring your beard back. It is, it was, it is iconic. Jeez, yeah. Okay, so Travis, I know you're going to hear this from somebody in KC. And you're going to listen to this airing. I need you to to not shave again to that level and keep the beard. You can trim it because I like it very trimmed. But we need you to bring back your beard. Because I'm not fucking with you until you do. But other than that, yeah. Football season starting. So I know that a lot of our, fa- a lot of our listeners, um, because we are mainly from KC who are listening, we can't wait. To how is that going to be? Are you going to be an individual who's going to be going to the bars for football Sunday, football Thursday, maybe Monday night football? 
Does it look like I do that? I mean, we used to. Didn't you used to like hang out with people? I would group go of for friends? the food. I didn't pay attention to the games. Okay, and but, then I'd act like I knew what was going on. So games. are you? Would, are you still going to do that with this whole COVID know. situation Freaking, going on? No, I don't know. I, honestly, I don't know if the you, like I asked you in the previous episode. Do you think the country's gonna get shut down again? You told me no. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it's gonna get shut down. I'm just like, as an individual, would you? Even though you may be... I mean, I'll take the necessary precautions, but... You would still go? I would. I mean, not every weekend. Right. You know, maybe like every once in a while. I have a whole working TV right here. I don't really... Hey, let me bring friends over here. Bring your 12 packs of Corona Prime. Exactly. Prime. Premier. 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 Anyways. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, how's that any different than when I go out to dinner on the weekends? And Right. Well, I mean, because... It wasn't, I don't, I feel like, okay, <clears throat> I don't want to bring this as a topic as, again, bringing back COVID or the one that they talked about COVID again. I mean, but it's, I mean, it's, it's what's happening right now. COVID's coming back, not coming back because it never really went away, but we're getting a surge in Delta cases right. now. So how do you feel about your, your kids going back to school? Um, I mean, I feel like kids are resilient and I feel like. Because oh. I heard, I heard that there was. Um, I heard that there was a couple few, few cases at Children's Mercy where they were adding, like, kids' COVID cases were were going up. Well, yeah, I think uh, I think Children's Mercy is at capacity because of RSV. Okay, so according to Fox 4, this was posted yesterday. It says that the, the number of children under the age of four with COVID has nearly tripled when comparing the first week of July to the first week of August. So, Poor so babies. I know I, and I, and I do, I feel bad. I really do. But I mean, I try to minimize the girls' exposure as much as I can. Yeah. We still do fun activities on the weekends, but like during the week, like if I have groceries, I get groceries delivered. Mm-hmm. I do grocery pickup or like target has that really cool drive up feature or come to the, come in the store feature. So I try to minimize the amount of times that I have to physically go into the store and take my kids into it. Right. Again, I'm not perfect. We still go to the pools. We still do like sky zone. We still do all that, but it's, it's maybe four times a month that we do something like right. that. So it's very, very minimal. Um, um, I, yeah, I mean, I know in the grand scheme of things, you're thinking minimal, like you're, you know, you're going to a pool where close to nothing, right? You're going to the pool where you know there's you're surrounded by at least fifty plus people, right? Or you're going to Sky Zone where everybody's touching everything, and you know it's, yeah, I get it, but at the same time, we spent practically a year indoors doing nothing, right? And um, it's like now we have more of a plan, like. Sanitize your hands, wash right. your hands. Exactly. I mean, we were doing all that, but outside of the sanitizing, like the washing of the hands, washing of the booty, making sure that, you know, we're clean. Right. We were already doing that. <laughs> right. You know? Making sure we're so, keeping on top of hygiene. Um, you know, so the way that I see it is I mean, if they're gonna get it, they're gonna get it. It's you can't live in a bubble hoping that you're not gonna get something because in the in, in the grand scheme of things is you can easily contract COVID by simply walking outside and saying right. somebody above you sneezes, has COVID, the freaking molecular whatever is in the air and you happen to breathe it in. Right. And then you get COVID because it's transmittable through air. Right. So like. it's. I feel like because through the past, somebody has told me, I go, I feel at least 
we've had COVID at least once. Right. We didn't get it to the extreme symptoms as, like other people have. Right. But we've been in contact with COVID at least And once. yes, fuckers, it's real. Don't come on here talking about that conspiracy shit, talking about, oh, it's man-made. No, my dad almost died from that shit. I was freaking bedridden from that shit. I don't get sick. Right. I mean, I may fake get sick to get out of work, <laughs> but I don't get sick. I was, my fucking roommate lost weight, was on a freaking breathing machine because she got COVID. So I don't want to hear that fucking lame ass excuse that it's man-made, that it doesn't exist. No, it does. Right. And those people that are saying that it doesn't exist say that until it hits their family and then it's, I'm sorry, I should have said it. Right. But no. It's like whenever how Donald Trump came out and said it wasn't real. He got it, but and then he went straight for that shot. Exactly. He didn't hesitate to say, oh, no. He went straight for the shot, so for everybody... And I don't want to hear the fucking bullshit talking about wearing your mask is a freaking... It's a constitutional violation and blah, blah, blah. No. It's to be courteous of others. Like, I like I think I talked about it last time. No, maybe it was like a, a co-worker. It says... Wearing the mask is not for you. It's for like if you go to a quick trip and you're the 55th customer that this quick trip person has seen and it helps them, it helps prevent them from getting something. It's, it's so that we can keep going to gas stations and right. we can keep going to concerts and keep doing all this shit. Like now what I don't agree with is these weird ass fucking incentives that the government is doing to get people to get vaccinated. That shit's weird as fuck. Was it? $50 or $100? I don't know, but it's it's weird as fuck. Like, why is there so much pressure and incentive to get a fucking vaccine? Right. That is something that, that right, that is weird to me. Do you feel that it's should be the person's decision to get the vaccine and we shouldn't be continue to be pushed? Uh, yes and no. Because I was reading, I was reading, I was listening to a documentary where... Um, there are people who actually haven't vaccinated their children, like with nothing, like, right? From the day from the day. That oh, there's still born. people. There's still people like that to this day, right. for and, sure. And who are like, some people are like demanding that children do get vaccinated so that they can attend school, so that they don't get sick or they don't go. But you know, it. it's those same people that don't vaccinate their kids that get these freaking old ass fucking diseases, like the measles and the bumps, and they're like, "Well, what can we do to cure it?" And we're like, "Bitch, nothing. You should have got fucking vaccinated." <laughs> And then your kid wouldn't be in this fucking predicament. Right. And I and I and I get it, but like what amazes me is that these people who a don't have a degree in science, like like it's it, the internet gives people a false sense of security. I feel like I feel like now because we have Google at our fingertips, mm-hmm. everybody and their mama's a fucking pro. Right. Everybody and their mama has a doctorate in bullshit. And that right there is why we are so fucked up in the head as a society because we can run to Google and Google will give us everything that we need. Mm-hmm. And it, it diminishes the fact that these people have been citing sciences and, and viruses and all this other med- medicine and elements for years, years upon years upon years upon years of their expert opinion. And you're saying that X, Y, and Z article that you found on Google in a day is more informative than this person who's been studying it for years? No. Right. I don't believe it. I do not believe it. Well, I mean, at the end, where I recommend wearing masks. If yes. If you choose not, I mean, I recommend you get ma- you get vaccinated, but if you choose not to, don't think that 
you not wearing your mask is for you. It's for the people who we care for. Right. For her father who did who almost died at a hospital bed or for her friend who did who went through the same issues. Like people are getting sick because of this virus. And like it, I mean, y'all need to wake up and smell the fucking coffee. It's there. It exists. Just do your part as a citizen so that we can all get past this and move the fuck on. Like right. Seriously, and it's it, I'm not gonna go up to you and be like, wear your mask, bitch. No, because at the end of the day, it's your priority. If you don't want to wear a mask, that's fine. But when it starts affecting my life mm-hmm. and anything that I do in the day to day, like say I get on an airplane and somebody don't want to wear their mask, we fighting, right. bitch. Wear your fucking mask. I'm trying to get my ass to Cancun. Wear your fucking mask. Like wear that, your fucking mask. What was it? The Frontier Airliner. Um, what do you call them? Flight attendants? Uh-huh. He got, he was drunk on the flight and he was like grabbing the other flight attendant's breasts. And Wait, so, a flight attendant to another flight attendant? No, a passenger to a flight attendant. Oh. The passenger was drunk. He was going through a whole episode. Uh, the girl flight attendant went up to her. He started touching her breasts like, oh, you like that? So the male flight attendant who was chubby went up to him and he started, and then so the the passenger went up to him and started filling him up. And he said, oh, no, nah, not this time. Not this time, homie. Like, you ain't about to touch on me. So he grabbed the duct tape and he started, he duct taped his ass to that damn seat. It was Shit. hilarious. Speaking of, because, I mean, that's initially sexual harassment. I wanted to talk to you about, because apparently I thought everybody knew this, but you said you didn't know no. at all. The governor of New York, Governor Cucomo, Cucomo, I can't ever say his name right. He is being charged with over 11 counts of sexual harassment. 11? Yes. This has been going on since December of last year. And he just now um, put in his resignation as the governor of New York. Um, So I believe they're saying, yeah, sexual harassment allegations against Governor Andrew Cuoco. I can never say his fucking name. Cuoco, whatever. Anyways, governor of New York. Uh, Because a lot of his... uh, Victims have come forward. He, of course, has been denying it, denying it, denying it, but they have all this evidence against him. And uh, Women who start keeping receipts. So this is how fucked up he is. A state trooper who he successfully sought to have assigned to a security detail said the governor kissed her on her cheek, touched her belly, and made, in her back, and made inappropriate gender-based remarks to and about her, including asking her why she did not wear a dress. So he had his victim assigned to his security detail. What? After he sexually assaulted and harassed her. That's how fucked up the governor of New York is right now. And the fact that he's going to sit there and deny, 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 it's like. So he basically just kept her there to a toy with her to say, like, look, I'm the governor. So no matter what, like, I own you. Is, is that basically what I'm, like, getting from that story? I mean, that's what it feels like. It's like, bitch, I want you close to me. Like, you know what I did. I got one over to you. I'm assigning you to my security detail. I would have let his ass get shot. Oh, my bad. Oh, I, <laughs> I thought I saw a bird. <laughs> hey, bird. I can't. 11, so elect, 11 victims have come. 11 uh, allegations. Okay. So 11 uh, is this ranging just within like the last... 10 months or is this has this been how long has this been going on Co- do we know cool cool 
Uh, Let me go to his Facebook. How do you pronounce his name? For real, because I can never. <laughs> All right, here's a timeline from his accusations. Um, so he's saying that he'll resign despite questioning the fairness of the investigation. Blah 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 blah. Like motherfucker, we know you did it. Like you cannot have this many people come to light and saying, "Hey, I've been sexually harassed by the same person," and not think you were not going to get any repercussions from it. Right. Like. Like we come for you, sir. Jeez, man. Like I, there is like seriously, and maybe we should talk about this this next uh, episode coming up. But I want to talk about uh, first of all the sex trafficking that goes around in the celebrities because you know right now Prince Andrew mm-hmm. and all of that shit with um, Jeffrey Epstein. Yes, like one of the um, one of the vic- I want let's call him a vic- her. I don't want to say yeah. Let's call her a victim. One of their victims is now suing Prince Andrew. Right. And I'm just like, wait, 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 wait. Royalty's now involved into this? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes, because, you know, they were saying that he was really good friends with um, Epstein. Mm -hmm. And so, like, there's, like, a a timeline. There's, like, a trail of, like, photographs and shit like that, um, including Prince Andrew and all this fucking shit that's going on. So I think that would be a really interesting topic to talk about because I think... That would be a Pandora's box. Really? I I think it would definitely so. be like the one where they talked about Jeffrey Epstein. No, because I re- I really do feel okay. So there's the rich, there's the rich rich, and then there's these people that have so much fucking money. And I'm not talking about Kim Kardashian rich. I'm not talking about fucking Beyonce Jay Z. No, I am talking about Bill Billy, Gates. No, not even Bill. I'm talking about billionaires, people that we don't even know exist. The 1%. That's what I'm talking about. I really do think that they are in this, like, secret society. Mm -hmm. And I really do think they do fucked up shit. And because they have the money, they can get (laughs) away. And because they have the money, they can get away with it. I'm a conspiracy theorist in that that aspect. I believe. In that aspect. Oh, my gosh. Oh, like, the one they talked about conspiracy theories. I would love to go back to, I mean, as sad as it is, like, go back to talking about how... Al-Qaeda got it, is involved with 9-11. Because even looking back at the documentaries for... Are you one of the people that say 9-11 like, didn't exist or didn't well, 9/11 happen? 9-11 definitely didn't ex- did exist. But there's like, there's like a... I believe it was like the gov- our government killed all those people. Hmm. Okay. To this, like, to this day, like, even looking back at the stuff, like there's things I'm still learning that are coming up in documentaries now that I did not know. Before the plane hit the one of the twin towers, or after it hit, one of the engines fell to the ground, and there's actually actual video of the engine falling to the ground. But I'm just like, okay, well, they didn't mention that before. I mean, there are just so many like puzz- uh, pieces of puzzle that I'm wanting to put together. Speaking where- of, you know that next month is going to be the 20th year anniversary. There's yeah. a whole generation of people that are going to be learning about 9-11 through textbooks. Mm-hmm. That weren't even alive to experience it. I was in the sixth grade when it happened. Yep, I was in the fifth. It's crazy. It's crazy how how long. And I was in Mexico. Was. Really? I was yeah. I was in sixth grade. I was in Mexico, and I remember I saw it on the TV, and I kept thinking to myself, "No, it really that's not happening. This is fake. This is fake. This didn't exist." So you knew the symbol of the World Trade Center at six years old. I was in the sixth grade. I mean, in the sixth grade. I yeah. didn't. Whenever, because I was in the fifth grade, I when I woke up, I turned on the TV, 
And I'm like, oh, this is just regular news. Like mm. something happened in another city. Because I, I lived in Arizona at the time. And going to school, we literally, like, we, they canceled all the subjects for that day. And we're going to watch the news. We literally, like, we literally seen the towers fall on the news mm-hmm. as, the, as the rest of the world did. And, but I didn't know how s- symbolic the World Trade Centers were at that time. Looking back at it now, I mean, I don't, f- I don't feel like I'm educated enough to know what the, what the World Trade Centers were, but I could feel for those families who lost loved ones in the tower who were working that day. And um, people like the firefighters, the policemen, like even learning more um, that people actually didn't know what to do at that time, so they decided to like end their life themselves. Right. Like, put like put. I think the last known survivor to nine eleven just passed away recently. Really? I'm I'm almost positive that he. I think it was like the last last firefighter. I want to say. Um, oh, and that's the one they placed the big memorial for, right? Let me double check. I'm almost okay. positive that the last known survivor of 9-11 has passed away. That sucks. That's sad. Um, I also read that people, families of the 9-11, um, of the people who passed away, don't want Joe Biden to attend the memorial service mm-hmm. until he releases I did hear about that. Documents. Right. To the public. Right. How do you feel about that? Um, I, I, I mean, I agree because it's like, what are you hiding? Mm-hmm. And I get it that there are some things that are classified and blah, 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 blah. But at the same time, it's like it happened 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Let give these people the peace that they're looking for so that they can, you know, finally move on with their lives. If you can even do that. Right. Um, if these families are still grieving, we should... Be able to release this extra information for them. Do you believe they should they should release it just solely to the families, or release it like go all together and classify? But who's but who's going to stop the families from sharing it though? <laughs> the government can force my algorithm on TikTok and shit. I'm sure they can force other things. I mean, not to get not to place a threat or anything. Just saying. Um, but since we are on the topic of you be in Mexico. Um, of what? That you were in Mexico. Oh, yeah. When the 9-11 terrorist attacks happened. That Texas actually, Texas governor. Fuck Texas. Placed, yeah, I said it. Placed an order for, I don't, we really just want to call it what it is, just um, pure, what do you want, how do I say it? How do I say that word? It starts with a D. You, to, you just said it. It's like non demographic, but what's the word? I forgot the fucking word. What are you talking about? Texas, the governor. Racial profiling? It was racial profiling, but you used another word for it. But we're just going, we're going to go, we're just going to leave it with racial profiling. Like he basically said that if a state trooper, law enforcement officer feels that um, by looking at a car and they see that there's people in there who may be. Immigrants, um, people coming from another country, being smuggled in, that that officer can basically stop you. If you refuse for them to search your car, they will pound your car. Impound, he means. Impound your car. Yes. And, um, but what are your thoughts? 
What are your thoughts on it's that? It's bullshit. How is a how is a police officer going to determine a if you're an illegal immigrant driving a vehicle, b that you cross the border illegally, and then c are they just going to look at you and just be like, oh, he looks suspicious. Let's let's pull his ass over. How is that not racially profiling? Right, and I don't like that they're covering up with stating that we're doing this so that we can stop the spread of COVID. Like, how do you know the people inside the car are even Whew. sick? First of all. How is Mexicans coming into Texas spreading COVID? That's what the governor is saying. That's what he's trying to stop. That's why the whole he's placing Mexicans, right now in Mexico, it's 100,000 cases lower than the United States of America right now. Americans are flying into like Cancun, Puerto Vallarta, Playa de Carmen. Like they're going, they're vacationing in Mexico. And then bringing back, if they do catch anything back, to the United States with them. If they're really that concerned, don't let Americans travel. Governor, Especially not listening? to Mexico. You listening, Governor? I know it's going to be in your Hell no. I swear, the, the governor of Texas is just... Both, I, both the governors of Texas and New York are loco. One out here trying to discriminate. The other one out here trying to keep, I really keep do feel like quiet. The, the state of Texas is trying to whitewash. I really do feel like that because do you know that they, they did pass, they were trying to pass a bill. Um, I had it up. It's about what they can and cannot teach in, in schools. No. They signed it into law, I believe. Critical race theory in schools. This bill would ban the teaching of critical race theory in Texas schools and limit what public school students can be taught about the United States history of subjugating people of color. So it pretty much says that Texas teachers can talk about current events and American history of racism in the classroom, according to Texas legislators. However... However, they're banned from talking about stuff like white privilege. Hold on here. I'm gonna get the I'm gonna get the gist of it. Banned from talking about white white privilege? Hold on, I'm gonna get the real Cause I'm just shocked. That is cray cray. Okay, so the law, which goes into effect September 1st, includes a list of founding documents that Texas students must be taught. It also includes a list of additional historical documents written by people of color and women that House Democrats have added to. It also mandates that students be taught the history of white supremacy, including not limited to the institution of slavery, the eugenics movement, and the Ku Klux Klan, and the ways in which it is morally wrong. Still, many educators and education advocacy groups have opposed the bill, which states that teachers cannot be compelled to discuss current events, and if they do so, they must give uh, deference to both sides. Opponents say it limits honest conversations about race and racism in American society and will force teachers to equivalate on controversial or sensitive topics that will result in less educated students. So in other words, it's saying that... um, they can't be compelled to discuss current events. So if in the state of Texas somebody gets pulled over because they look like they're smuggling illegal immigrants, teachers, it's frowned upon for them to discuss a current event. And if they do, they kind of have to argue 
they have to pay uh, devil's advocate pretty much. So it doesn't really inst- it doesn't give them the power to really just open the eyes and have an open, honest conversation about racism and how it's affecting you and how do you feel without being like, well, what if? Or what do you think? And, like, the more I, I read about, like, the bills and stuff that are passed in the state of Texas, the less it makes me want to just, like, move down there. Like, mm. they passed the fetal heart bill bill. Yeah. We which talked we talked about. about. Yeah. Um, and then permitless carry of handguns. So you don't have to have a permit to carry a handgun in the state of Texas. Like, Basically, you just walk around. Uh, national anthem bill. They would have to play the national anthem um, before the start of a game. Like, it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. <sighs> they try to uh, pass voting restrictions. They try to pass transgender students in school sports. This bill would prevent transgender. Texas children from joining school sports teams that match their gender identity. So if a male, you know, identified with a female, they couldn't try out for female sports. Um, I'm a little, I'm a little on the fence on that one. Do you, did you hear about the, um, the Olympian, the, the Olympics about that man who beat the two females Mm -hmm. because he tried in their category. He, he, he identifies as, or she identifies as a female, but she was born a male. Right. And she beat out the two Olympians. You didn't hear about that? No. Which I personally don't think is fair. Right. How, like, how do you feel about that? I, I mean, I can't tell somebody who they can and cannot be. If you, I guess if you, if I look at you, and you tell me, like, these are my pronouns, this is what I identify as, and this is how you continue to go in life with, and you go through the process of, I guess, through the medical process, and you finally are able to have everything change. Like, yeah, go. Do, so you think that's fair? Do you? I mean, if he's, if she has gone through all the process of the changes, but, then yes. But if okay. this individual so still, this, So this transgender was a weightlifter. For the for the Olympics. Okay. She was born a man. Yeah. She tried out of the, in the Olympics. They put her in in the female category, you know, because she identified as a woman. Mm-hmm. But she has the built of a man, so she has the muscle capacity of a man, not a not a female. Right. So, do you think that's fair for her to compete with people who don't have necessarily the same muscle mass as her? It just makes me think about how other female bodybuilders appear. What do you mean? I mean, because there are some female bodybuilders who appear to, I mean, look like a man, just based off, like, what they're training. Right, but I feel like there's a difference between looking like a man and being a man. You can identify, and I'll probably get a lot of flack for this. There's only two genders. Yeah. Female and male. There's only two genders. You can either be born either or. Right. But. You can identify as a female. You can identify as a male. But there's only two genders in this world. Female and male. But what I'm saying. I'm just trying to find the correct words because, I mean. No, go ahead. I know we're going to. I know. Not just from you. And just I feel like with our listeners, when they listen to this, is like. 
they're really going to like, oh, how do they feel about it? Because this is why the baby's canceled, because of things he decided on to say. But, but this I'm, isn't a homophobic comment, though. But what I'm saying... This is about... This is a, 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 a matter of equality. Essentially, you have a man, even though she identifies as a female. Right. You essentially have a man competing in heavy lifting in a category that's for females. Right, which... I, if so, what are what is she going through the transitioning stages of? I mean, I don't going know. Going from she... male to female, because if she is going through the transitional stages of going through male to a female, then yes, I believe she has all all her rights. She's she identifies as a female. She's going through the process of it. Good, but if she is if she is only identifying herself as female, and that's that's it. Like she has no other type of feminine chromosomes or extra chemicals going into her body that are extra female, then no. Because at the end of the day, I you're feel like they should just have a separate identity. category. Like if you're... That's... They do. A male and a female. No. No, no, no. I feel like they should have a separate category. If you identify as a female, but you're a male and you want to compete in sports, then you're going to be put in the same category as other females just as yourself. No, because in that case, I wouldn't even think about it. If you are, are born a male and you're identifying yourself as a female, but you're not going through the transition. I personally don't think that's fair, though. You know, what I'm saying is that if they were born a male, but they're identifying themselves as a female, but they're not going through any type of process to transitioning to a female, they should stay in their lane. They should, I mean, though you're identifying yourself as a female, stay. You need to stay with the men's side. It doesn't because say that's on what here. you're. That's what your body mass is. That's what you're being qualified for. Because at the end of the day, no, it's not fair. Okay, so I'm not. The New York Times did the same. She did. The, they did the, the article that I'm. This is what I'm contesting to. Olympics first openly transgender woman stokes debate on fairness. Mm-hmm. So her name is Laurel Hubbard. She's 43 years old. Uh, weightlifter. 43. Yeah, from New Zealand. Um, makes her first attempt at heavyweight competition on Monday. She will become the first openly transgender female athlete to compete in the Olympics. Uh, yet she will do so amid a debate over whether she should be at the games at all. Right. Um, I mean, like I said before, if she's not going through the traditional process, then I agree that she should have, she should have stayed in her lane with the male side because that's who her competition is. Because in this kind of, this particular type of a case... If she goes into the male side, she's, I mean, the female side, then she's basically cheating. I mean, to be honest, she's going, she's going at it with just an easy, an easy way, an easy win. And that's not right because they're, these athletes are the best of the best and they're wanting to be proved that they are the best of the best. But if you're changing gender lines this particular type of way, then I feel like you're cheating. See, this this article, and they put this in, in the sentence that I, I couldn't get across, is do they have a physical advantage over somebody that hasn't transitioned? That is my whole point. Like, is it fair? Because I personally feel like she has a, a, a physical advantage over everybody else in that category. Mm-hmm. That That's where I'm coming from from it. I mean, if she wants to transition, all the more power to her. But is it fair? Right. But what I'm saying is that when you go through a transition, I feel like your body changes, including everything, like how 
how you grow hair, how if you're going from a female to male, like beard wise, mustaches, hair on your body, like things just particularly change. And I feel like it's the same way with muscle mass is that if a female is going to the gym, working all this hard work, they're going to build up their muscle mass and they're going to be super strong. But I mean, and so, but you can never have the muscle mass of a male. You can't, you just can't. But you can lose it though. You right? can lose it. You can. And that's lose what I'm it. saying. If this per, if this individual female is tra- is going from a male to a female, then I feel that the the muscle mass is she's losing. So she's staying in her lane with these other females. But if she is not transitioning and she's only identifying herself as this specific gender, then she's cheating and she should not have been allowed to. Is what I'm saying. Hmm. I don't know. It's crazy. This gets up to a big topic, but I, it's, but that, that's what, that's what at the end of the day, how I'm, I'm looking at it is that I don't, I want to make sure that everything is fair, that everything is as close to equal, because if it was the same way, if it was a, a female turning into male, then I feel if they, they were going through their transition, then I definitely agree that this individual should be in the men's lane, you know? Why, though? Because they're, that's how they're identifying. They're going through the process of going through their transitional phases. Like, if they want to be a man, then you can compete with the men. But if you're only identifying yourself as a male and not going through the transitional process, then I don't get why you, what, what is it you're doing? You shouldn't, like, why should you be considered one of the men? You're not. So to answer your question, you only use about, lose about 5% of muscle mass after 12 months of treatment mm-hmm. when you're transitioning. And she probably just gained it, to be honest, because if, if she was a bodybuilder before, or, yeah, if she was a bodybuilder before, then she just bulked up. Yeah. But that would be kind of scary, going through all that medication, all that stuff. I mean, it's a commitment. And, you know, kudos to her. I just, I don't know. You don't feel it was right for her? No, I don't. I don't feel like it was earned. Yeah. Because it, it wasn't, it wasn't a fair competition. Right. I honestly don't feel like it was. I don't feel like it was, it was, it was earned, to be honest with you. But, I mean, to each their own. Yeah, but, I mean, at the same, I don't agree that they should have a separate, a separate lane for like male females and then another one because that just that just makes it sound like you're picking on a certain people because of what they chose to be or the way that they were born i wouldn't necessarily feel like it's picking on people because i mean why go into a spot and go like i mean you want to be the best of the best why not be the best of the best of the transgenders that's true i mean you may it sounds good right but, I mean, we want to be the best of the best in the whole world. It's how I look at it. I mean, I see. I, I get your point. <laughs> I, I, mean, I, I mean, I get it. I, we're going to agree to disagree on this one because... Because, hmm. yep, I mean, I'm not trying to be cheesy, but I just, like, you know, I want love is love. And I just want everybody to be happy. But at the same time, just like you gotta pick and choose your battles like i'm ha- i'm happy to i'm happy to be part of a community that accepts everybody i know that there are some individuals who out there who um 
who are within the community who aren't happy about their life or how they chose to move forward. But if you need someone to talk to, if you're sad about your decision, I'm like, look, I'm here for you. I'm here. I'm willing to listen to you. I'm not saying I will agree with everything you, you're about to say, but I'm here. I'm happy. This is how I choose to live my life every day. And I would just, it's weird because last week I had this conversation with my mom and I had told her how I felt. Remember the episode where the the time where he he gave out his coming out story? Mm-hmm. I finally had the discussion with my mom. I don't remember it like word for word, but I did come out to her and going like, well, I'm happy that at one point you were happy that I was finally able to come out, but why did you go out and run to my feel and say like be all sad and start crying about, oh, my son's gay? And then she wants to go like, well, now I'm happy for you and now I understand you're like, no. You should have been from the beginning. If you didn't feel, if you've held some type of way, let me know. That's the whole point of communication because it's just super weird. Because like now, like what if or when when I do bring someone over, and it's somebody who I'm gonna have a relationship with, like I want to be able to make sure that you're not gonna be talking be, talking about me behind my back about oh like this person's a room across from your from your little brother and like he hears you guys like okay if he's okay like do you have a problem with it? If you have a problem with it, please let me know. Are you talking about having sex in your mom's house? I did, but I stopped. I can't do it no more. I did it one time with her in the house. That's a no-no. No. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, once you it's get... A res- dr- it, no, it's a respect thing. It was a drinking thing. It, no, I would never fino, do it. I would, fino, fino. I would never do it sober, tipsy, but when you are blacked out, drunk, and you don't know what the fuck you're doing... It's bound to happen. And I'm like, okay with it. I'm just like, this happened. And I'm like, I'm going to be okay with it. But never again. I would, no, can't do it. Because the way she looked at me the next day, I was like, uh, I go, I know we argued, but did you hear everything? And I can, and I'm allowed. I'm kind of loud sometimes when I get, when I'm a little husty when I can't keep my legs closed. <laughs> I know. See, that's the same look she gave me, and I'm just like, ugh. I hope she listens to this. Does she listen to our podcast? I don't think so. She asked me about it, and I was just like, and but she's part of that day and age where she doesn't like do a lot of like, searching for podcasts a lot. So yeah. I'm like, okay. And I was gonna like help her. You're like, mom, you can click on this one, and this is Man in the Mill. You can just follow us. But I'm just like. Do I want her listening to us? Well, like she's at work doing an overnight shift. Like why not? Mm, I don't know. There's just some things you can get disowned by your family, like I did. <laughs> no, I don't think I don't think she'll disown me. If I if I was very truthful to her, like it's it's weird. Like I, everybody's family's different. I know that we may get mad at each other, but I know that she's gonna come back. Like she'll say like, okay, mijo, like. I love you. You said what you had to say. Like, Fabian got super pissed because I told him about your situation, and he got so heated. He goes like, well, if you guys are just going to come out and be, like, who you guys are and just talk about and talk about whatever you guys want to, and then you feel like it's okay for us to be okay, it's not okay. And I'm just like, why? That's what the reason why we started a podcast. Right. We wanted to be unfiltered. Right. We wanted to be authentic. Right. We wanted to be real to tell the people are not just our funny stories, not just about our sex life, but about everything. Mm-hmm. He goes, well, then you got to, you got to deal with the consequences. I'm like, what's the consequences? Like, 
this is our stories. You need to, like, we're not telling you that, oh, fuck you, like, she's a bitch or anything like that. We're just basically telling our stories from where mm-hmm. our eyes and knowing how we have come through. This is our therapy. Right. Like, we are each other's therapy coach, and we, this is how we're talking. Instead of, instead of ours being disclosed, we're letting everybody know our stories. Plus, not only that, I mean, you think that we're going through it, but I'm, I guarantee you there's somebody that listens to it that's going through it just, if not worse than what we have it. Like, can you imagine how many teenagers, young adults who haven't come out because they're scared to talk, mm-hmm. like to talk to other people because they may feel like they may get disowned. Right. Like, that's scary. Like I thought about that for 27 years mm-hmm. until I decided to mom, I'm gay. Right. Like I thought I was going to have this bawling moment, but no, like from my side, she accepted it. Like in reality she didn't, but, and in your case, it's like you felt I want to, like, how I looked at it is, like, you felt like you were abandoned or you felt like you were just being looked at as the black sheep in the family. And, like, pe- some people didn't quite understand. They didn't understand our side of the story. But at the end is how I want to say is, like, this is how we overcome that dark right. spot. Right. We're now happy. We didn't let it define us. Right. Now I'm part of a community. Mm-hmm. I'm part of a great family. You are now a mother. You're a best friend. Like... People need to know that what happened in our past did not define us in the future. Mm-hmm. And I just don't feel like people like your side of the family didn't understand. And how people on my side of the family were like, mm-hmm. we're going to take a minute to understand your your gayness mm-hmm. now. Because now I can wear nails. Now I can move with action and a lot of flamboyancy, you know? And so I'm happy. And I'm happy like where you're at. And I'm happy where I am. And I'm happy that I can explain to individuals like my brother that it's not the consequences. It's about our our lessons of what we came from to where we are now, you know? And I can't wait to where we are able to interview um, an individual who has come from the bottom, not just from poverty, not just from parent loss, not just from... Um, started adoption. from the bottom now we're here like being able to go from a broken family a broken house a broken home homeless under a bridge to being able to now be a successful entrepreneur um, business owner chef police officer nurse EMTs doctor flipping senator of any state in, in, in America ambassador of this country like we come, we we are Americans, and we come from many different places, and which is why I don't understand why states like Texas want to be discriminative towards just by the color of our skin or by the type of car that we drive, and it it just sucks. Well, that wraps up another hour. Wraps up. I want to hear your your side of what I just said. I feel like I was talking for a whole ten. No, minutes. that's 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 the perfect ending point. Like really? that, yeah, that was a good ending. Finio, we're not gonna, we're not gonna uh, dwell. Dwell. There you go. We're not gonna divvy into it anymore. That was perfect. Well, let's leave on a happy note. Um, I do want to say that once this does come out tomorrow, um, my brother will be 18 years old. Woo, woo, woo. A senior, starting his senior, his last, a senior year in high school. Woo, woo, woo. It's crazy, um, but I'm super happy. Happy I, birthday! I remember when he was like, 
No, I was about, like, on the way over here, I was actually thinking about the day he came home. He was so small. Like, it was crazy. Like, he came, he came home, like, with a heart defect with, like, three hole, like three little small holes in his heart. He had this machine that if it, like, if you ever stop breathing, it would, like, go off, like, a siren-wise. And so, like, now to going from that to where he is now, I'm like, like it's full just, grown man right it just makes you think i'm like if anything was to happen anybody was to do anything to him like boy step back real quick i fight for mine but yeah so um we wish you the best for this next week we thank you very much for continuing to follow our podcast oh pray Making for chente dreams. he fell and he's in critical condition so let's hope he recoups and doesn't die because i will cry okay anyways go Thank you guys very much. Um, my name is Fino. And this is Carmen. And you're listening to Man, Man in, in the, the Mouth. Lego.